Come back, please shoot this guy. What does it look like we're doing? Missing. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Movies with Wrestlers. I am your host, Eric Tootin. This week, I'm talking to my brother, Mike Tootin, about a movie called The Marine. If you can call it a movie. Um, It wasn't very good. It was kind of hard to get through. Nonetheless, I thought it would be a good movie to talk to my brother about because he served in the Marine Corps, and I thought he would offer uh, an interesting insight into this movie. (laughs) Um, Not very good, but uh, it was... I believe John Cena's first major acting role. So it's, uh, it's interesting in that regard. Um, so I'm going to stop rambling on about it. Here is the episode, the Marine with my brother, the Marine, Mike Tootin. <coughs> okay. Yeah. Those look like sound waves. That looks good. What's up, brother? Not much. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I'd be better if I didn't have to watch an hour and a half of the Marine. Yeah, that's an hour and a half that we'll never get back of, unfortunately. Yeah, it was hard, dude. Um, <laughs> it was surprisingly hard, because I went, that movie came out in 2006, which was the height, I would say, of my wrestling watching, mm-hmm. and I was the biggest John Cena mark out there. Oh, yeah, I remember you had shirts. And I had the hustle, had loyalty, the respect. I had the bracelets. The w- wristband things. Wristbands, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But this movie came out right then, and I was so fucking jazzed about it. And I remember my friend Nate got to go to it, and mom and dad wouldn't let me go. And I was so freaking pissed, dude. And we finally, they finally took it, to, took me to it, and I thought it was like the shit. I thought it was the dopest fucking movie. And you were how old again? Uh, 2006, I would have been, um, like 13. Oof. Yeah. I could see that. I think 13, yeah. Maybe. 14 no no 13 for sure i could see it being a good movie for you know that transition from childhood to teenage years well yeah it's just a it's an action movie yeah well um, and it's, it's got like hot it's an chicks. action something <laughs> it's got hot chicks and explosions and everything a 13 year old boy would want really and john cena your favorite wrestler yeah yeah um but yeah upon second watching not as good as I remembered. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I I didn't see it beforehand. Before this was the first time I watched it, and uh, just so everyone knows, this is I'm an actual Marine. I served yeah. in the Marine Corps for four yeah. years. You might so. want to get right up on that mic. Oh. You can pull it back to you if you want. I served in the Marine Corps for four years, and so it was uh, it was a hard watch. Yeah, I bet. I bet it was okay. So let's talk about the opening shot because it starts out. It's like WWE Studios presents or yep. WWE Films back then, which I noticed they have like a symphonic sound. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, and like that, <laughs> that like military snare just. Like that kind of. Yeah, just like the music in this movie was weird in general. The music honestly. was very porn-like. I it thought. was. I thought the same thing, dude. It I was, thought the exact same thing. And it seemed like the music not only was it porn-like, but it wasn't fitting for the scene no. whatsoever. No, like it's supposed to be a serious scene, and there's like 
just this weird upbeat <laughs> fucking yeah it's like something you'd see in like 90s era porn early aughts era porn yeah it's it, <laughs> it's either that or just this you know the generic suspenseful yeah you know yeah. timpani and yeah yeah <laughs> a lot of that but the opening shot is super it's like a super weird title card of John Cena like standing on a, an American flag that's like superimposed underneath yes. him, yes. and he gives a quick salute, and then he does. Yeah. And that was the first the first time I paused the movie. Yeah, was because I wanted to look at his ribbons. Oh um, yeah, that's where as a Marine, that's the first thing we look at on a uniform. So what ribbons did he have? What, he had five ribbons. Um, pretty piss poor. Yeah. And two of them are, you know, give me's. One of them's a good conduct medal, which you get after three years of not getting in trouble. And one of them's a national defense medal that you get in boot camp. And so from what it looked like, I didn't look too close, but it looked like he only had an Iraq campaign medal, which would mean that he is not worth shit. Really? Yeah. I mean, he looked like, the type of guy who hasn't deployed yet. That's interesting because the next scene he's in Iraq, like looks like he's a special forces or something, like sent yeah, to save these hostages. That's the first. Another thing I noticed was he was, you know, it seemed like he was more of a Navy SEAL than yeah. a Marine. Yeah, like, with like the face paint and stuff, and all the the special techniques he seemed to be using. Right. The thing that really bugged me was he was by himself. Yeah, like, I've never seen any military operation where they just send you off alone Rambo style. Yeah. Incredibly inaccurate. <laughs> the first of many times you're going to have to suspend your disbelief in yes, this movie. Very much now, so. Let me ask you this. With that, those amount of ribbons that he had, would he, would a sergeant have those amount of ribbons? Or would a sergeant have more? <sighs> How high a shitbag sergeant would have that many ribbons. Okay. Like a sergeant that's deployed one time. So how high is sergeant? Because you were staff sergeant, right? When no, I was a corporal. You were a corporal. I was an E4. Uh, a sergeant would be an E5, so the okay. rank above mine. Oh, okay. And yeah, I've got more ribbons than his ass. Oh, weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> well, he seems like their go-to, but uh, he's there to uh, to save these three hostages that are taken hostage by Al-Qaeda soldiers. Yes. And... He, his commanding officer tells him that he is not to proceed alone. And he's like, there's no time. Well, he's got to make a choice then and there. Yeah. Although he would have been in major trouble for going out there alone to begin with. Right. Like I was thinking, where's his fire team? Like, where's the other three Marines at? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe they, uh, I don't know. Maybe but it, it's, were... it's good seeing him, you know, bust through a wall. Because yeah. we won't see that again for the rest of the movie. No, no, that's pretty rare occurrence in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he takes on like 20 Al-Qaeda people. Al-Qaeda men, I called them in my notes. Al-Qaeda men. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he hits a guy with a burning torch in the process. Like He goes yeah. in there, guns ablazing. Like One of the shots is him just screaming as he's running, firing a assault yeah, rifle. I remember the scream. Uh, war cry. <laughs> yeah. Let me hear your war cry, Private Pile. <laughs> yeah oh man that movie <sighs> it's it's D'Onofrio really, man it's really bad um at the end of the movie I sat there quietly for probably about 15, uh, 15 minutes 
trying to think of one positive thing about the movie, and I really tried. About the Marine? About the Marine. Oh. And I could not think of one positive thing. And I mean, I tried. I tried. <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, well, I wrote it down that Ro- Robert Patrick is definitely the saving grace of this movie. But even the lines that he has just... Oh, they're awful. The writing is terrible. Oh, yeah. The, the writing, writing is terrible, is really, but I really think bad. he made the best of a shitty situation. <laughs> Because his character is pretty charismatic. I mean, he's a bad guy. He's a heel. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just like something about how uh, calm and like just like controlling he is. I think he added as much as he could to a really awful script. I could definitely I, tell that I they had him for that. Al Pacino in mind. You could oh, definitely yeah, tell they it was written had, for Al like, They had like 90s gangster movie kind of guys you know if they wanted leota which is yeah that's basically robert patrick light yep yep what'd you think of or the opposite uh, of that what did you think of the the terminator reference oh man i so they're like trying to shoot john cena just for a reference and he's unshootable it seems and they're like geez this guy's like the terminator and they have a shot of robert patrick looking knowingly in the rearview mirror into the camera. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was like pretty campy and I think it was added last minute once they did get Robert Patrick because they probably had like some other like, I don't know, reference for the other actors. I would assume. I don't know. Maybe it was, it was the best joke in the movie. It was, it was by far the best joke in the movie. Cause there is a couple recurring jokes that are just pretty much the worst. They yeah. go nowhere. It's weird. We'll get to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, keep in mind also that during this shootout, John Cena is driving a two-door cop car, which yeah, I've like never a race seen. Car cop car. Um, it's like a a sports car cop car. I don't know how you would detain a person in this car, but the lights looked super weird. They were like really high up. <laughs> I don't know. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So the next note I have is just Explosion City, because this is the first of many scenes where. Way too many things explode. Like, things that you don't think would explode. Like, just, like, wooden crates. Something explosive is in those wooden crates. Because, like, shit is exploding everywhere. And it's the first time John Cena runs out of explosion. Runs out of an explosion or dives out of an explosion. And it happens, like, two or three more times. Yes. The explosions were unreal. I'm pretty sure they blew their budget on explosives. Because... Yeah. No, like, that was definitely 90% of the budget. It, at one point, it, later they, on in the movie, it's that's like, why they couldn't afford on. Pacino. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, and it's the, they could have just used the same footage over and over again. And, oh yeah, like, dude. I probably wouldn't have noticed. They probably did, like the close-ups <laughs> of some of them. They probably did. Um, and then Cena ends up saving the the captured Marines, leads them out, and sees a bunch of other Al Qaeda outside the compound where they were being held. And uh, one of the Marines asks him, how are we going to get through them? <laughs> John Cena says, we don't. We go through them. How do we get around them? We don't. We go through them. Or he's like, how are we going to get around them? And he's like, we don't. We go through them. I like how the other Marines are just tiny compared to John Cena. Like, they look like yeah. actual Marines. Well, dude, yeah, Cena's just big. And, like, the funny thing is... This was a weird point of his career. 
And it's actually a pretty pivotal movie for his career because after the Marine came out, he started doing the like soldier gimmick that he mm-hmm. does kind of because yep. he still like comes out and salutes when he does his entrance. Right. Even though he's never served in the military. Right. Funny story though. Randy Orton has served I, in the military. I heard, I read about it. Yeah. <laughs> and he got a dishonorable discharge. They were going to actually, at one point they were going to cast him in this movie and he turned it down because of that. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's right, dude. It's a funny thing. I read a, uh, I think it was like a Vice article about this dude who went to a WWE show on acid. Oh and, yeah. I and remember. he like, yeah, he like, <laughs> he explains the whole show and how he perceived it, but he yelled uh, dishonorable discharge at Randy Orton <laughs> and Randy Orton looked at him. Nice. It's super funny. I don't remember what the article is called, but it's pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> so the next scene is at the, uh, the military, or the the marine, I don't know what it, like a headquarters in Germany. Oh yes, I, I I I'd love to speak on this. So John Cena is in Germany, special operations, of course. I don't know if they actually have that there or not, but he's in the gym with a bunch of other marines working out, and this goddamn full bird colonel walks in the gym, <laughs> like he he doesn't have a bunch of manservants working for him. He's going to go down and talk to John Cena personally. This man's like an 07. Oh, so like there's no freaking way that he would no. be the one addressing. It would be some Lance Corporal coming down saying, Hey, cor- cor- uh, Colonel wants to come see you. You need to come up. Sergeant Triton. You better be in uniform of the day. Huh. And then, oh, yeah, Sergeant Triton and Cena turns around. And he's like, what, bitch? <laughs> yeah. What do you want? It's it's not what he says. It's his eyes. He's just like. It's like, why are you bothering me? I'm John. God, I'm John Cena. No, he's what John Triton. John Triton. <laughs> he's still John though. Yeah, it was. I. That's he would have been flayed, and the, the colonel wouldn't have come down to the gym in the first place. Yeah. Like, what in the world? Takes him outside the gym. Tells him that he's being discharged for disobeying orders. Oh yeah. There's and John Cena apparently. Excuse me, John Triton. Uh huh. Apparently, <laughs> unlike the rest of the Marine Corps, when he gets discharged. That's it. They just hand him a paper and he's out. Like he didn't have to like go through all the paperwork. He didn't have to turn in his issued gear. Um, he was just done. They just gave him a, a letter. Is that realistic? Would somebody be discharged for disobeying orders in a situation like that where three or four Marines lives were saved? He would probably be, he wouldn't be discharged. I mean, he'd be disciplined, but he wouldn't be discharged. I mean, in the movie, he doesn't get a court martial or or what they call a, a non judicial punishment in JP. Right. It's right. kind of like being arrested in a way uh-huh. and going to jail. Um, he didn't get either of those. He just got a letter saying he was out. Weird. Yeah. So that wouldn't happen, probably. Yeah, just it would. Yeah, not even close. Really strange. Well, it needed to happen, I guess, to move the plot. Why the hell would a I colonel guess. be? You know, so frank with a sergeant. That's just weird. Yeah, well, and once he gets his discharge, he says exactly. He's all confused. He's like, Colonel, I'm a Marine. Bottom line is, you disobeyed direct orders. You're being discharged. You served your unit, your corps, and your country with honors. Walk away with dignity. Colonel, 
I'm a Marine. That's all he knows. <laughs> That's all he knows. <laughs> oh, I was also going to ask you, the camis they were wear- that he was wearing, are those legit camis? Because when I was on your base, that didn't look like the kind of camis they wore. Uh, the Marine Corps switched over, I want to say, right around that time to the the camis they have now. Oh, like the um, more tan ones. Right. They had the digital Marpat. Uh-huh. Um, but I can tell you that there's no way that a Marine would wear a hat and no blouse. Right. That would be unacceptable. The Marine Corps calls that eccentric. Huh. It's not, it's none of, none of this is acceptable in the Marine Corps. Interesting. John Cena would be a shitbag in the Marine Corps. Yeah, but he's so big though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so he gets discharged and he goes home to, uh, his wife. I think her name was Kate in the movie. They only said it once, but she's played by Kelly Carlson, um, mm-hmm. who is the blonde chick in Nip Tuck. Yeah, she's very beautiful. She is. Um, Obviously, whoever they're going to get is going to be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But uh goes home, and then they just, like... He surprises I, her, okay? Like, they haven't talked on the phone the entire right. time he was in the Marine Corps. Right. And she's super happy, and then... I haven't seen you in four years. They just uh go straight into getting it on, and then the next scene is them in the kitchen, still, like, in the process of getting it on. It seems like hours later. Yes. And, uh... For no reason. It didn't look like they were cooking either. Like, it just looked like they were in the kitchen. Just in the... Yeah, they made their way to the kitchen somehow. <laughs> and then they went back to the bedroom, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, unneeded scene, really. But to, yeah. to show that Cena has to get a new... Is, is starting a new job the next day, because he doesn't want to sit around. And then the next scene is uh, where like, we meet... So it seems like he got kicked out of the Marine Corps... He came home that afternoon and yeah, I was working then, a new job like, the next and, day. Yeah, which if you know anything about John Cena and his weird mannerisms and the way he is in real life now, because I've watched a lot of uh, Total Divas and Total Bellas and John Cena was uh, Nikki Bella's boyfriend for a mm. long time. They were engaged for a while. And I heard they, they split up recently. Recently split yeah. up, right. Um, he is weird. He is so freaking weird, dude. I heard he's really OCD about he's stuff. He's very OCD, and uh, he made her sign a, like a seventy-page contract before she could move into his house, full of like rules. And in Total Ooh. Bellas, which is a spinoff of Total Divas, um, it's all about the Bellas, and the the main thing is Nikki is recovering from her neck injury, and they are all staying at John Cena's house to like usher her through recovery like her sister Mm. and then daniel bryan which uh the reason i watch the show is because seeing daniel bryan's interactions with john cena is pretty fucking great (laughs) just because you can tell they both really love the business of wrestling but cena's so fucking weird like he required them to make their bed every morning as soon as they got up he required them to have a formal dinner once a week where at the end the ladies would go to the parlor and the gentlemen would go to the other parlor and smoke cigars (laughs) And drink whiskey. Very odd. They had to wear suits. Yeah, um, super weird shit. And that's why I watch it mainly. I mean, also, that sounds cool in a way. But yeah, <laughs> like no one actually does those things. No, and it's everybody was movies. like, "Yeah, Daniel Bryan's like, do I have to dress up?" <laughs> but yeah, he had to dress up. Jeez. Yeah. I've been like, no, go to hell, John yeah, Cena. That's a fun watch. I might do an entire season just on Total Bell as the first season because it's there's so <laughs> much weird shit. I don't know. Um, 
But the uh, next scene is where we meet Robert Patrick, mm-hmm. uh, his character, and uh, his lackeys, and they're about to go rip off some diamonds from some uh, fucking jewelry Cartoon store. Cartoon characters, man. Yeah, for real. Like, the dude's doing, like, a bad Scarface impression, but it sounds like he's actually, like... Yeah. Cuban? What was, Scar- was Scarface? Cuban? Yeah. Sounds like he's actually Cuban, but he's like doing a Scarface Im- impression, like he's doing an impression. But when he talks normally, he sounds Cuban. <laughs> it's like they couldn't afford to buy the "say hello to my little friend" phrase. <laughs> they just yeah. used a different phrase. Yeah, the they movie. used like a really weird one. We're like, oh, that's Scarface. Oh yeah, I remember that okay, part. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wrote down bad Scarface Scarface impression for no reason. <laughs> um, and then they go in, and Patrick just fucking destroys this guard's leg with one stomp just like looks like he breaks it yep. and holds the place up and it's kind of confusing because you're not really sure who is in on it and who's not like he takes a girl hostage who you find out later after he gets into the vault that she's on his team right. and she holds everybody up at gunpoint and then he goes in and seemingly rips the guy off he seems scared but then he the guy stops and he's like wait you have to hit me so it looks like it was real mm-hmm. so maybe he's on, in on it he yeah that's what i got was that he was in on it um i don't know it seemed very similar to the heist scene in uh the dark knight yeah to me. but not as well done yeah not oh not nearly as well not done even close to as well done but yeah, where he was just knocking off extra dudes. Yeah. Um, Two years prior only, to the Dark Knight. The only thing I could think of, the only reason why he would shoot that guy. Yeah, he ends up shooting him instead of hitting just him. Just kind of a pointless death. And like kills him, yeah. I wrote, smokes the dude, question yeah, mark. There's, there's more pointless killings later on. Yeah. Um, so, after that, he gets the diamonds. His team gets away. And then we cut to... Now, also, did you notice this diamond store is, like, the most unlavish diamond store ever on the outside? On the outside, it's, like, pretty drab, and then on the inside, they have, like, this high-tech vault that requires... Pretty sure I can break through that door. Like, yeah, (laughs) but they have this high-tech vault that requires a bunch of key codes to be entered (laughs) in order for it to do anything. And, folks, this is South Carolina or whatever. Yeah, it's South Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty... It's pretty weird. Not the greatest. And that's just the start, too. (laughs) Like, this is probably the most interesting part of the movie, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, it's a really boring movie. It's hard to watch. It is. It's a slog. Um, The next scene is John Cena's new job, and he's sitting next to a very, uh, not like super fat guy, but pretty plump guy. And this dude is laughing. Almost as if he's reading like comic strips or like an Archie comic or something like that. It's, and then it's, men's it's health. fucking men's health. What the fuck is so funny that's in men's health? I don't know. That's what I, I paused it at that point to tell my wife. I was like, he's reading a men's health magazine. I don't see what's so funny. <laughs> yeah, there. dude. Like workout tips. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it just shows like the kind of drab existence that of being a security guard is, I suppose. And then this like complete over the top douchebag. Like he's a they like they they wrote it in the script like this guy needs to be a douchebag mm-hmm. and then the actor just like made it so over the top. Yeah. Like goes signs his name in and then like throws the pen at Cena for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. And then his lackeys sit down on a couch and he goes up and then they get a call later on 
that a psycho ex-boyfriend is uh, terrorizing some girl on the fifth floor. See, that's, that's just WWE's way of foreshadowing that scene. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Obviously, that ha- guy has to have his comeuppance. Yeah. Um, In a cartoony good. way. <laughs> yeah, really cartoony. They go up, and I think... Oh, I wrote down what the... Yeah, they go up and uh, confront the guy, who's being, like, way too fucking aggressive, like calling her like a whore and like a slut and stuff and this is like a PG-13 movie but like he yeah. he says it way too much like yeah cuz he I don't remember the exact line but he's like she's like I'm trying to work and he's like I don't see a whorehouse around here <laughs> something like that fucking yeah. terrible Cena goes up to confront him and he says uh take a seat flat top <laughs> sir just going to have to ask what take a seat flat top I'll get to you in a second I'll get to you in a second. <laughs> Would you actually say that to John Cena? I don't like think standing so. Up to him Who's like life? so much bigger than him? Yeah, I like, wouldn't do that. Two of him. I'd be like, I'm sorry, sir. I'll leave now. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't realize this was the situation. <laughs> so they take him and they uh, try to kick him out of the building. And when they get to the lobby, or actually before that in the elevator, I wrote down another line. He answers the phone and says, yeah, you got the Drake got the drake yeah like there's (laughs) he's like i can't really talk right now i'm being held in the like he forgot that he just got kicked out or something (laughs) he's like i can't talk right now i'm in an elevator with two complete assholes (laughs) which doesn't work out well for him because uh he like confronts cena in the lobby and this is a great line like this is my favorite line in the movie he uh the guy takes a swing on him and Cena like goes for him and the other guard gets in the way. He's like, whoa, 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 let's calm down. And Cena's like, the G tried to hit me, man. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. The genie just tried to hit me, man. I thought that whole speech at the end was just ludicrous. Oh, yeah. And then he, the guy gets thrown through the window mm-hmm. and then gets up and it was like, tomorrow I'm going to own this building. You better be on time. Yeah, and when you clock in, you're fired. <laughs> so fucking bad and of course he's fired so yeah yeah but uh yeah john's just got to learn to live as a civilian yeah it's tough for he him. comes home and it's and it's hard after having a, a beer with his buddy from work it's all it's all pretty much just like oh, i can't just sit around yeah he explains his predicament with civilian life but i the problem with john in the movie is that he's basically just a robot i mean i think john in real life is a robot i could see that i think okay this is outlandish and this is i'm only about 80 percent serious about this but i think john cena is the the first android (laughs) i think he is because think about it he's built in a weird way he's built in a weird way and he's very robotic in his nature and his first wrestling name when he was in ovw the prototype oh yeah ah yeah it's hard to argue i don't know tell me i'm wrong (laughs) prove me wrong I can't tell you you're wrong, but I can tell you that John started a movie, I believe it was in 91, called Manhunt. And uh, the, uh, <laughs> the the box art is 
him running away from a fire. Really? Yes. Is this true? This is true. In 91? I think it was 91 it said. Wow. Um, yeah. And then there was another movie he was in. I don't remember the name of it, but the box art was again him running away from fire. <laughs> well, that's just... pretty much what this movie is. <laughs> pretty sure that's the box art for this movie. I guess like walking away from fire. There's fire in the background for sure though. How did they make four sequels of this movie? Five. Or no, yeah, four. They're on five. Yeah. Cause the Miz. Second one has Ted DiBiase in it, Ted DiBiase Jr. <laughs> and uh, the rest of them have The Miz. So we could do like five, four more of these. <laughs> so WWE joined the Marine Corps, it sounds like. I Yeah, I don't know. They do the tribute to the troops all the time. I think uh, those are usually on Marine bases. Yeah, they. I know that they are involved with the military pretty heavily. Yeah. Anyway, also, I thought this was just weird. But uh, after he's having a, a drink with his buddy, he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to go home to my wife. And the guy's like, yeah, she's hot. You know, I think I'm going to go home and see my wife. Yeah, she's hot. <laughs> and Cena just looks at him weird, and then they cut to the next scene where he goes home to his wife. Yeah, that was poor humor. Yeah, this gets to the next scene where another person who's in Robert Patrick's crew... Uh, I believe he's going to be the getaway driver or something because they're, uh, this guy's showing him a car. Um, is the weird rock candy guy. Yes. This guy has a weird thing with rock candy and we'll find out why. But, well, uh, my, my impression of the humor in this movie was that they could not come up with any good jokes. And so they relied on the easiest humor, which is racial and, yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, sexual orientation humor. Yeah. And like he it was, was just super easy. Yeah. Like they didn't even try. He's like, you wanted something inconspicuous. So he shows him a minivan. He's like, man, brothers don't drive minivans. Yep. He says, I'm a criminal, not a soccer mom. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's a minivan. Rome said inconspicuous. Yeah, but how are you going to send the brother out in a minivan? Man, I'm a criminal, not a soccer mom. <laughs> and then he like, at the end of the scene, the guy walks away, he looks at the minivan, looks just upset, looks at another, like, what was it, like a, a Lincoln or something like that, mm-hmm. a nicer car, and he breaks the fourth wall. He, like, looks into the camera like, oh, yeah, that's the car I'm taking. Well, oh, and another part, Ali's, in, when they're, when uh, Robert Patrick is robbing that diamond store, I guess, the jewelry store, uh... There's a shot where the camera pans around him and Ali swore up and down that Robert Patrick looked into the camera. I yeah. didn't see it, but I she think that swore happens a couple times. Yeah, they just must not have noticed it in editing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it looked like this dude deliberately like it was written into the script for him to break the fourth wall, which is weird. I could see that being purposeful. Yeah. So he takes the the like the nicer car, the Lincoln or whatever it was. In the next scene, John Cena and his wife are going, uh, I think camping or like up into the woods or something. It's not really clear. And Cena tells this weird story about, uh, how his dad used to take them up into a mountain and like he, it seemed like he oh, didn't yeah, want to talk about was, it. Yeah. Like and, that was weird. Yeah. And then she was like, Oh, well, <sighs> did you have fun? And he was like, yeah, I think it was more for my dad though. He like uh wanted to take us somewhere where nobody could hear us scream. 
And that's like the end of it. And that's the end of it. Then they yeah. pull into the gas station where shit goes down. Yeah, where's the rest of that scene? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We never know what happened to John. I just wrote down, was Cena abused? You know, we forgot back during the uh, the heist that these criminals apparently have access to an RPG and blow yeah. up a cop car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, completely... I, I remember just watching that going, whoa, whoa, this is... This is getting out of control. Those are uh, top-level criminals right there. (laughs) They're (laughs) well-funded. But uh, they pull into a gas station to stop and get gas, and uh, it just so happens to be the the gas station that Robert Patrick is at. Of course. course. And uh, Cena goes inside, and this is a weird thing. She, uh, His wife, as he's going inside, says, nice butt, like playfully, you know? And he looks back at her, and he's just like, what? Nice butt. What? And then, yeah, <laughs> that was the end of it. It was strange. I was like, "Yeah, I'm not." That's sure not the reaction. Why. He's an android, dude. I could see. He that. didn't know how to process that joke. What? Why do humans like asses? <laughs> I do not understand. This is where I get rid of waste. What's appealing of that? <laughs> um, and uh, they go in, and all the lackeys are in there. Um, one of them's getting snacks. One of them's reading a men's health. Surprise, surprise. I wrote down, did men's health sponsor this movie? Coke did. They had to have. Yeah, Coke and Miller Genuine drafted too. They, uh, pop a bunch of MGDs at the bar later on. That's true. They're getting money all over. That's, that's what paid for each of those explosions. (laughs) Men's health paid for the, the, the window and the, the gas station explosion. Who's gonna Diet pay, Coke pitched in on that one. Who's going to pay my therapy for watching this stupid ass movie? <laughs> and then uh, the worst thing happens, as Robert Patrick's getting gas, a cop pulls up and notices his car. Oh, it was a Cadillac. Yep. That's the kind yep, of car it was. It, it was a Cadillac. Right. He's like, Cadillac, man, huh? Robert Patrick gets all nervous and shit. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, what happens here stays, or what happens there stays there. And the guy, and he's like, what? And he mentions, he like shows the bumper sticker. It's just a lot of weird shit. And Patrick's getting nervous. And then fucking, oh, what was his name? Uh, the black dude, rock candy guy. We'll just call him rock candy. We'll call him rock candy. Yeah. Rock candy comes up and fucking just smokes the cop right off the bat. Yep. And then, which starts a huge shootout. Um, and then things start blowing up. Yep, things just start blowing up. Blowing up well, they much. kidnap his wife, and then things start blowing up. Yeah, and then Rock Candy shoots a, like the gas on the ground so that it starts a, an explosion. Yep. Cena gets out of it, because for no reason, like after uh, the cop shows up and shots are fired, Cena starts running out like he's going to stop, and the dude reading Men's Health grabs a fire extinguisher and hits him. Yeah, I remember <laughs> laughing when I saw that, because I was like, oh, that hurt. Yeah, it did look like it hurt. <laughs> it was a good shot. But, like, how, how are you going to react that quickly? Like, did you know that John Triton was trouble as soon as he walked in? Because he does... He gets accused of being a cop later on in the movie. He does, in another weird, weird, weird scene. Weird scene, yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway... The cop car is the only car that doesn't get destroyed in the explosion. So Cena jumps into it, pulls the cop that gets shot out of it, tells him, sees that he's wearing Kevlar. I think Kevlar. Put pressure on this. He's like, put pressure on this. I'm going to call for help. Steals his cop car. And then there's like five, six shots of Cena just shifting gears, yep. like popping the clutch and shifting gears. I don't, I don't know if, if cop cars have 
if cop cars are manuals, do they? Um, I don't think those are cop cars in real life because <laughs> it was a sports car. <laughs> so I don't think patrol. that most cop cars are Ferraris. <laughs> yeah, that was. I don't know if it was a Ferrari, but it looked like a sports car. I think that was Cena's doing. He owns like a huge car collection. He probably donated that that stupid fucking cop car to the movie. <laughs> like, no, let's do this one. This is the only cop car I would drive. They got to be badass cops. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> they see him coming up, and then Rock Candy is like, "I hate cops," and Rock Candy. <laughs> oh, of course. Second time Rock Candy's mentioned, and then they shoot like at least a hundred, if not two hundred, shots into that fucking cop car. Yes. And you see, this is what gets me. You see them flatten at least two of his tires in one shot, and then. A couple shots later, they're just fine again, and he can still pursue them. Well, they shoot the car up. I mean, I'm surprised the car kept running with as much as they shot it up. Yeah, and like Robert Patrick even was like, "Please, somebody, please shoot this guy." And they're like, <laughs> "What does it look like we're doing?" He's like, "Missing." Yep. That was the mo- that was the line that they uh, always showed in the trailer because they would show the trailer for the movie every fucking Raw and SmackDown oh leading up to it. Um. But uh, yeah, that's the scene with the uh, the Terminator line. They're like, "This guy's the Terminator." Yep, and then of course Robert Patrick looks in the rearview mirror, like, "I'm in on that yeah, one." Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Another breaking of the fourth wall. Yes, yes. Um, but then the cop car becomes a convertible because uh, Cena, like, yeah, the top gets ripped off. He just destroys that fucking car, dude. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, that car does get destroyed. It does, in fact. In the next scene, they uh, pull a one of those drive you towards a cliff, and then cliff, and then turn at the last second. The, uh, this Wh- scene is just silly. All right, it it's it just is. silly, and it doesn't make sense because they had to have seen Cena fall out of the car. But they're all shooting the car as like it's flying through the air. These guys are literally shooting this car on the undercarriage as it flies over their head. Yeah, that would be very. That would take some skill, I would think. Oh, <laughs> most as definitely. As fast as this car is going, it's all in slow motion, of course. Most definitely. Um, and it blows up. And then it blows up. Um, but Cena doesn't blow up. And uh, they get away. They decide to go through the swamps because the uh, the cops won't be able to see him from the air, and they'll be harder to track. Yep. And Cena runs into a cop. Because the cop's investigating the scene. Van Buren. Van Buren, that's the cop, right? He's a detective. And uh, he's FBI. like, I assume you're John Triton. Cena doesn't <laughs> say anything, just gives him a knowing glance. Of course. And uh, This whole conversation seemed too familiar between the two. Yeah, it was weird. Like, they seemed to know each other. Yeah. Like, they were buddies yeah. on the force for 50 years or some yeah, shit. Yeah, it was weird. And uh, basically the cop says, I can't give you permission to go after him, and then basically gives him permission to go after him. Triton, you be careful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, Rock Candy, cut to Rock Candy and the and the gang. <laughs> They've taken Cena's wife hostage. I forgot to mention that. They've taken Cena's wife hostage, and yes. they're using her as collateral. Um, but just Cena's, in case they need her. Just in case they need her for some reason. But we find out later in a really awkward scene between Robert Patrick and her that it seems like Robert Patrick has a crush on her, even though he seems to be dating or involved with the other girl that he had uh, taken hostage for fakesies in the uh, the diamond heist. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's pretty weird. 
And it's a really weird, like, 50-second, at least, it confrontation been... between the two of them that's way more awkward than it needs to be. Yes, it was. It, that's perfect awkward. That's just how the scene yeah, felt. very like... strange. But uh, <laughs> Rock Handy is afraid of alligators. And this is just a little uh, thing that I had learned. Um, Robert Patrick ends up capping one of the guys in his crew for mm-hmm. some reason. I kind of drifted off. But, uh, Cap's one of the guys in this crew, and they see alligators, and, uh, is a, a callback to a joke from earlier, because Rock Candy's like, I don't want to go through a swamp, or the crocodiles? And they're like, no, there's no crocodiles. And then they see a bunch of alligators come and eat the guy that the guy just capped. And he's like, do they look hungry? And the guy's like, no, nah, not anymore. <laughs> but, little known fact, alligators don't eat during the day. They digest their food during the day. They eat at night. Because oh. they lay in the sun and their body temperature gets warm enough for them to actually digest the food. They so they're very lazy research. during the day. They didn't do their research. They didn't. That's too bad. Yeah, I was I was wondering if they were going to... When I saw that the alligators were coming for him, I was wondering if they were going to reuse footage from Indiana Jones and the <laughs> Temple of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember that one alligator spinning around yeah. in a circle. I guess if they're hungry enough, enough, they'll eat anything. Oh, boy. But uh, Patrick gets a call from uh, the partner that he's going to use to help move the diamonds and get money. Um, Spoiler, it's Van Buren. Yeah, it's it's Van Buren, we find out. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> like, the twist didn't really, wasn't really a twist. Yeah, no. It's like, no, we, we knew that uh, from a previous <laughs> interaction that Robert Patrick was trying to oust van buren from the uh operation yes that's why he sends him after him but uh he puts him on hold <laughs> like he tells him basically yeah you're out sorry and then he gets a call waiting and he's like oh can you hold for a second and the guy's like yeah sure <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, weird I remember that. weird inter- and then he, it's and direct then it, tv yeah. on the next line they're like like what kind of weird joke was that i don't know dude he's like does that include the sports package and the premium package or some shit like that? I, I swear like, the one so weird. the one joke writer they had, the, the director must have been like, nah, just stick to the racial jokes, man. Yeah, for real. I guess we'll use that one, but let's just use racial and sexual orientation. This jokes. is what is funny. This is the humor. <laughs> yep. But the next scene is uh, when John Triton is running through the woods and gets caught. He finds the dead dude's knife. He yep. takes it, and then he gets caught in a net. Yes. And cuts himself out to find a couple of backwoods boys. Yeah. And they they tie him up. And start beating the shit out of him. Like yeah. they're interrogating him. Yeah, something. I wrote Cena gets trapped by swamp people. Were they like, do you think they were like making meth or something? I don't. I, it looked like it. There were a bunch of like tubes and shit. There was no explanation for that scene. They could have cut that scene out, and mm-hmm. we wouldn't have known. It was just to show John Cena beat up some more people, and get himself out of a situation pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. And then they, uh, we cut back to the uh, group of criminals, and they find their way to a shack that's abandoned, but it looks like it was like a bar or something at one point. Yeah, some kind of seaside tavern bar yeah. thing. And this is where we find out why Rock Candy hates Rock Candy. Yes. <laughs> and it's a strange scene. They're sitting at the bar, they crack some brews, and he starts talking about uh, this dude named Johnny Whiplash, because he's also been saying, oh, brothers don't camp, or something like that. 
And uh, he's like, I did go camp once. And like, there was some really creepy uh, camp counselor that offered him rock candy and offered him something that I believe he said I should have never accepted. Yeah, it sounded like... Now, I'm I'm not a PC person. I'm, I'm definitely a liberal, but I'm not a PC person. I think political correctness is stupid. But you don't make a joke about child molestation okay i don't think you do i I think that's i don't think you have to be pc to uh understand that shit (laughs) yeah it's it's just and it wasn't even funny like the way it was told wasn't black humor or anything it was just it was was telling a story yeah it was like this has haunted me for years and years and has affected many aspects of my personality and they brush it off and like make fun of him for it basically like you see robert patrick smirking and laughing at the other people like yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it is. It really is. Like, what were they thinking on that? I don't know. I'm going to start speeding it up because we're getting a little long in the tooth. But uh, <laughs> Cena finds them. Patrick tells Rock Candy to go out and fix the generator. Yes. Cena kills him. That's his first Just kill. Just straight flipping kills him, man. Yeah, and then Patrick goes out and talks to Van Buren on the phone again and is like, Nah, dude, you're out. You're totally out. I'm going to move these diamonds. We're going to go to fucking, what was it, Phoenix? Something yes, like Phoenix. that. He, he knew a guy in Phoenix that could move him. He's going to take all of them, including John Cena's wife, <laughs> um, for some fucking reason. In case they need her. In case they need her, I guess. But uh, the next guy that comes out, Patrick is like, go see if you can start that. Or he's like, you grew up on water, Louisiana, right? And he's like, Miami. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> go see if you can start <laughs> I that, that boat. Funny, yeah. <laughs> and then... Cena kills this guy. He literally choke slams him. Like yes. it was a choke slam. It was a choke slam through like a stack of pallets, and then the guy's just dead. I guess. Yes. Is that the one where he stomped on him afterwards? Yeah, I might have been actually. Maybe yeah. that's what killed him. <laughs> Why didn't they hear that inside? Like I, dude. there was no ruckus. Yeah, no. And then Van Buren shows up. Cena's like two more inside, and then they both go in, and that's when you learn that Van Buren was in on it. Surprise, surprise. It kind of just escalates from there. It turns into uh, Cena's wife versus Robert Patrick's woman. Woman, yeah. Thing thing that he he doesn't care about. (laughs) And she starts uh, whooping her ass. Yeah, they fight, and then it's Cena versus Robert Patrick. I don't know what ends up happening to Van Buren in that. Does he get killed? Do you remember that? He just kind of disappears. Van Buren. He, I think. Robert Patrick killed him. Oh, yeah, probably, like, shoots him or something. But it turns yeah, in, he does. Turns into sure. Cena versus Patrick, basically. And uh, This is this is the first iteration of Robert Patrick, not the, the final boss, though. The final boss is to come. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know, though. That final boss was pretty weak. It ends pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't... Why? Why did they do that? Why yeah. did they do this movie? And the fight scene between them... Did not look like Robert Robert Patrick at all. Like no, it was very obviously a stunt double. I couldn't tell so much with Cena, but yeah, I weren't no T one thousand man. No, dude, and they end up getting in a semi. I don't remember how this happens, but they end up getting his wife again, and they get in this semi, <laughs> or no, they get in this car and they ditch it, and then they steal a semi. Yes. Oh man, this movie had so many pointless scenes. They steal a semi, <clears throat> which. I didn't realize Robert Patrick had a CDL. 
<laughs> but he oh, yeah, he's does. driving down the road like no problem. He's certified. Um, and I also wrote down, Cena survives too many explosions. There's two separate scenes where he's jumping from a fire into water. Yeah. Two se- they, they liked it so much they did it twice. Yeah. So Cena gets a boat and tracks them down to uh, some, some uh, marina mm-hmm. and ends up hopping on the back of the semi because the wife like distracts Robert Patrick enough to show him which uh, semi they were in. Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, gets on the back of the semi. Fucking, this scene was cr- fucking crazy, dude. The chick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah this scene was you. fucking crazy. He like climbs over, <laughs> opens the door of the semi, and throws Robert Patrick's woman out of the door, which a bus... <laughs> was coming the opposite direction as it happens, and she, like, gets hit with the bus, but not only gets hit with the bus, by the bus, they do it in slow motion, so it's a fucking sick shot. It really is, to It's be fucking honest. dope. Throws her out, and she goes through the fucking windshield of this bus. It's like watching a finishing move on God of War. Or, like, Mortal Kombat or some shit. Yeah, this is a total fatality. Out. Yeah, With just one her arm, out, like it's nothing. And just throws her, slaps. and then she's just flying into this bus, dude. It was insane. That was the best part of the movie. I take it back. That movie, that, and then you find out the diamonds because she had taken the diamonds. <laughs> the next shot is just diamonds with blood. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, oh, I don't know how I made it that far. Oh, uh, I don't know. It becomes a blur at that point. So he gets locked out, and Cena. He's like he's like riding on the side of this semi, and he gets hit like a bunch of times with he keep, like Robert Patrick just keeps driving through fucking things trying to get him off of there, and then in the midst of that drives into something that is apparently fucking explosive, of course, and then keeps driving, and then he ends up ditching out, and Cena's wife, who's handcuffed cuffed in the semi, gets he ditches the semi into water. Yes. And it sinks. And it sinks really fucking quick. Yes, because before does. you know it, she's like already underwater. Just fills with water instantly. Yeah, just instantaneously. Cena and Robert Patrick fight it out for like a while. Like she definitely would have been dead in the amount of time it took Cena to fight Robert Patrick. And then for no reason, the entire thing just explodes as Cena's diving into the water to save his wife. The next scene you see him in there, she's like unconscious and he's like ripping he has to rip the thing that she's handcuffed to off of the semi, which I'm pretty sure those are bolted in with like pretty heavy bolts, probably. I don't know if he would be able to do that underwater or not. Yeah, underwater for yeah, to to do that. exactly because of all the resistance, you know. Um, but ends up doing it, saves her, drag and carries her out of the water up the steps for some reason you think if she's unconscious you just get her to a bank and like try to save her but he carries her all the way up the steps and then puts her down and then starts doing cpr on her and he's doing cpr wrong no joke he's doing it so fucking wrong he i don't think his hands are in the right placement he just tore that part of yeah his his hands aren't in the right right placement when he goes to blow in her mouth he he doesn't doesn't pinch her nose he doesn't tilt her head Mm -hmm. it's like you were definitely blowing air Two into breaths, her stomach. Four compressions. Yeah, he fucks it up. Stops halfway through. Stops halfway through. Hugs hug her. her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then tries again, and then she is saved, and they kiss or whatever, and then final boss Robert Patrick comes. Oh, He's yeah. completely burnt. Yep. 
He's going to get his revenge, of course. He's yeah. not going to get medical attention. He's like Harvey Dent's <laughs> style fucking burnt. It's like every horror movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> and then Cena ends up killing him because he comes up behind Cena with a chain and tries to choke him. And Cena just like flips him over, wraps it around his neck, and then breaks his neck. And that's the end of it. Yeah, and it was very, like, they acted like nothing happened at that point. Like, when Cena and his wife meet up again right after that it's like that scene never even happened they're just like oh this sucked let's go home yeah yeah they were you like just, we should have gone camping you just killed a dude with a chain like yeah. with one arm in like an actually a cool way yeah and it didn't even phase him they're yeah just like, and they okay. had like fought a lot like he fought a chainsaw off with a, like a monkey wrench like, yep, Robert Patrick right. had a sledgehammer and went Triple H on him at one point. Yeah, hit him in the side. Yeah, I like, mean, definitely would have broken a rib, guaranteed. for sure. John Cena died at the beginning of the movie with the explosion. <laughs> yeah, this is all a dream. Station. I mean, this is all just his dream. It's, yeah, it's just him, his hero dream. Yeah, and then it's just, like, hardcore credits. And at the end of the movie, I don't know if you watch through the credits, the song at the end of the movie is a John Cena rap song didn't make it that far the first verse is like <clears throat> one of his buddies but the second verse is john cena and it's weird he tells a story about some dude that comes to his house and like tries to kill him because he slept with his wife and then like couldn't follow through with it and like ends up talking to him about how she's been sleeping around town and shit weird. it is so fucking weird dude i'm gonna play it in the episode it is so fucking weird <laughs> look it up i i, I, I will encourage now. all of you to look it up it was off his album you can't see me <laughs> 2005 i used to own that album so it came out the year before this movie yeah wonderful yeah. that was like the the takeoff year for john cena 2005 21 his first title i liked how there was no resolution at the end either no it like just he ends. just saved it his her just life they look ends. at each other and then credits yeah like like there should be a scene where they're at home or whatever yeah like oh we're all good now we've recovered <laughs> things are good now nope <laughs> it's like the just, we should have gone camping. Credits. The editors were like, "Nah, we're done." Yeah, they're we're like, "We can't. We can't do anymore. Can't do anymore with it." We got to work on Fred. I haven't. I Allie was showing me this Fred movie. Oh, John Cena stars in. She showed really? me the trailer for it. Don't tell me he's in that movie. Yeah, it's the kid with the high the pitch voice, right? Yeah, and he's like really hyper. Or something? It was such a dumb YouTube <clears throat> thing back when I was in like high school or some shit. Yeah, he's yeah. in all three of them. Really fucking annoying. There's three Fred movies? Dude, there's five Marine movies. <laughs> yeah, fair fair point. Fair point. Dude, yeah. that's just a bummer because that means I might have to do an episode about Fred. <laughs> Oof. I know. I'm dedicated. He reminds me of like a Pee Wee Herman on meth. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> not good. I've watched a lot of bad movies. This was one of the worst ones. It was so sure. boring. It was boring. It's just Cena running from left to right. Left that, to right. Oh, so many shots of him running from left. That's the movie could have been called Left to Right, the John Cena story. <laughs> yeah. Just, and then it, it was just predictable and boring. Yeah. Like I, even with the amount of action, there was not enough anything to keep me interested. I, fully I was agree. waiting. Please yeah. end. So, um, I ask this to everybody at the end of the episode, but how would you rate John Cena's performance in the Marine? <laughs> out of 10. Oh, out of 10. Um, well, as far as 
acting goes, I'd say probably like a two. I mean, he's only got one facial expression. Yeah, this was the beginning of his acting career. Um, he he seems uncomfortable the entire movie, and he, from what I understand, he didn't enjoy making the movie. I think I read something about he didn't enjoy the actual experience of of acting. Yeah, and it kind of shows. Yeah, he's um, weird. Weird reactions. Weird choices. <laughs> You could have put any no-name actor in the role, and I wouldn't have even noticed. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give him. Yeah, probably like a, a three, just because I'm being nice. So, what would you give uh, the Marine as a movie? Out of ten. Oof, that's a hard one. I would say I'm gonna be very, very generous and say four. Four. Simply because I think if you're a ten year old watching the movie, that that movie's for you. It's for yeah. ten year olds. Yeah, it absolutely is. That's why Little Me liked it. Um I'll give it like a four for nostalgia's sake. I mean the shots were good. Some of them. And then there were like needless shots of John Cena shifting gears five different times. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's hard to watch it really is it's really hard to watch. My wife was upset with me because I made her watch this too. Yeah, she was pissed by the end. Yeah, I didn't make Kimmy watch it. Thankfully, she was mad at you. Yeah, I yeah, bet. she was gonna because we rented it on Amazon. She was gonna so say how she wants her money back. Three bucks. Three ninety nine. You did the HD one. Oh yeah. I didn't do the HD one, not for this movie. It's the only option we had. I think it's because it's PlayStation 3. You can do more purchase options. I didn't look. Yeah, you can. I have PlayStation 3, too. I watched something on Amazon not too long ago there. Walking Tall with The Rock. Cool. Well, thanks, brother. This was fun. This is a good yeah. one. Meaty. A lot of things to uh, to digest. Don't watch this movie. It's I wouldn't. so bad. I wouldn't. It's pretty bad. You um, won't make it through it. It's 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 a hard watch. Yeah. It is. It's rough. Cool. Thanks, brother. I enjoyed myself. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, you'll be on again. Cool. All right, there it is, The Marine, with my brother, Mike Tootin. Um, Yeah, not a good movie. Not a good movie. Kind of a slog, hard to get through. Um, But luckily enough, there's like five more Marine movies that I get to watch. So look forward to those in the future. (laughs) I want to thank my brother, Mike Tootin, for coming on the show again. Uh, I want to thank all of you for listening to the show. I want to thank Gohabiki for doing the intro and outro music. It's called I'm Growing Horns, and it's off their new album, At Home in the Dark World. Check that out over on their Bandcamp or anywhere else you can get music. I want to thank all veterans for serving in the military, um, and I want to thank the Not Safe for Network for allowing me to put out movies with wrestlers every week. Uh, check out all their shows. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Um, yeah, that's all I got this week. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to the Not Safe for Network. Check out one of our many other shows, Charles Orr Horror Show, Geek Lantern's Light, Movies with Wrestlers, Real Roulette, The Alien Movie Project, Montucky Skies, and We Had a Good Life.